0: Today, welcome to Partakers and our series Wow Jesus, looking at the life of Jesus as told in the primary documents about him, the four Gospels of the New Testament. We're looking today at Jesus' birth, reading from Matthew chapter 1 verses 1 to 17. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Aminadab, Aminadab begot Nashon and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse and Jesse begot David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah, Solomon begot Rehoboam, Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa, Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah, Uzziah begot Jotham, Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah, Hezekiah begot Manasseh, Manasseh begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah, and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Sheltiel, Sheltiel begot Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel begot Abiad, Abiad begot Eliakim, Eliakim begot Azor, Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Achim, Achim begot Eliud, Eliud begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Mathan. Mathan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are fourteen generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are fourteen generations. And then from Luke chapter 1, Verses 26-38 to 38. Now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one, the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women. now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And then Luke chapter two, verses one to seven. and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was, that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. That Jesus was a man is not really disputed. The birth of Jesus is extraordinary at every level. The primary documents about him, found in the Bible, say that he was born of a woman, which in itself tells us that at least in a prenatal state he was nurtured and formed as any other male baby was and is. On the physical level, Jesus was born as any person is, But as regards his conception, he was conceived like no other, conceived by the Holy Spirit. This was so that Jesus would not be given the the sinful nature that has passed down and that all humans have. Jesus was fully human and fully divine. Other documents outside of the Bible from that time period also attest to Jesus Christ and his existence. And throughout the Old Testament, there is a witness to the birth of the Messiah, this Saviour, from the time of the first sin done by Adam, through the creation of Israel as a a nation set apart for God, the life of the patriarchs and kings, and the oracles, of the prophets, all look forward to the Messiah coming, the covenants that God made with, with people, all look forward to this Messiah, this King. This King was to be their hope, their saviour. His genealogy takes his physical line back to Abraham via David. Abraham, the father of Israel, and David, the king. He grew into maturity as any young Jewish boy did. But what's in a name? When Jesus was born, his name imbued the very reason that he was born. His conception and birth were extraordinary at every level. So important is our understanding of the birth of Jesus Christ, that no fewer than four angels come to give us a full picture of the event. Do you think that his parents, Joseph and Mary, or even God, ever gazed upon him and thought, how misnamed he is? They did not, because they knew the very reason for which he was born. Did Jesus ever think of how misnamed he was? Certainly not. His name means one who saves or a rescuer. The entirety of his birth, life and death were centered on this very role of saving and rescuing. His role was to save all those who would follow him. And Jesus is the most talked about person in all of history. Almost everyone has an opinion about him. He was born to confirm God's promises to reveal God as a Father and to be our representative before Him. He gave us an example of how to live a holy life to the full. He was not merely a man who received some special power. He was not merely a good man. He was not some strange creation that was half man and half God, somehow with His human nature absorbed into the divine nature. He was, as we shall see, much more than these ideas. One of the church fathers, Anselm, wrote that God's salvation plan for humans involved triumphant victory over sin, death, and the grave. However, no person could be found that was eligible or capable of doing this. And because of this, God stepped into human history so that this victory would be achieved. This God-man would be fully human, so as to live every feature of humanity, including suffering and death. This God-man would also need to remain fully God, so as to defeat sin, death and the grave. Jesus Christ, being sinless, was this God-man, consisting as he did of two complete natures, the God-nature and the human nature. That is why Jesus Christ being both fully God and fully human is all important. Without either, he could not be the long-awaited-for Messiah and Saviour. That Jesus Christ is both human and divine is what makes Christianity, true Christianity, unique amongst the world's religions. It is why Jesus' claims to be the only way to God are true and make rational sense. And it is why millions of people today, and also down through history, worship him and acknowledge him as their Lord and their God. And from what we know of his childhood and early life, we know that he grew in stature and wisdom. For more to think about, please do read Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. To chapter 2, verse 23. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend? Question 1. How important to me is every aspect of the conception and birth of Jesus Christ? Question 2. What lessons can I learn from other characters in these early chapters of the Gospels? People such as Joseph, Mary, the shepherds, the wise men, Simeon, and Anna. Question 3. What aspects of the whole story of Jesus' physical conception and birth am I not familiar with? Thank you.